Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Ellie Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time now for Mind Your Business. And we're talking about this whole work from anywhere phenomenon that's exposed new layers of cyber risks and added challenges for security professionals to tackle as they plan ahead to 2023. I mean, this was something that was highlighted by Cisco's latest study titled My Location, My Device, HybridWorks New Cybersecurity Challenge. Now, it found that logging in remotely as part of hybrid work and the use of unregistered devices by employees has increased cybersecurity risks naturally, right? So how can businesses respond by strengthening their cybersecurity resilience against these threats that are arising from the use of unregistered devices and multiple networks in an organization? How can this be done to, you know, sort of stop this habit by employees? On the line with me this morning is John Huatku, who is Director of Cybersecurity for Cisco ASEAN. Good morning. Good morning, Elliot. Nice to talk to you again. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to help me out with this. We are talking about the use of unregistered devices. Uh, but before we get to that, let's talk about, you know, the cybersecurity threat landscape here in Singapore. How has it evolved over the past year? Yeah, I, I think the past year has been uh, really uh, challenging for IT teams and security teams in customer organizations, right? Because due to uh, hybrid work, uh, I mean, we see organizations uh, getting more and more of their people working from anywhere, uh, from home, from offices, uh, from practically anywhere and mm-hmm. using all kinds of uh, devices, right? And uh, that has really expanded the uh, attack surface uh, for the organizations to manage. And, uh, you know, look, looking at that, that's the reason why Cisco commissioned this study, right, to really see and correlate uh, hybrid work uh, with uh, cybersecurity challenge. And that's why you're, you you see uh, what, what you see in terms of the report. Now, from a, uh, I'll, I'll just give you a few key uh, statistics that we found from the report. Sure. So, for example, you know, 85% of our security leaders in Singapore uh, believes that cybersecurity incidents are going to disrupt their businesses in the next 24 months. And compared uh, with a global average, is about 82%. So, you know, we are seeing bigger concerns uh, in Singapore. And uh, really, eight, uh, nine in uh, 10 leaders in Singapore says that uh, they plan to increase their cybersecurity budget by at least 10% in the next 12 months. Right? And what that, what, what that shows you is really that there is a real awareness in uh, customers, in uh, organizations in Singapore that they need to deal with uh, cybersecurity. So, you know, these are some of the data points that's being picked up by the uh, global study. Uh, of uh, 6,700 business and IT leaders with uh, cybersecurity res- uh, responsibility. And, you know, we we actually took a survey of uh, 27 markets with Singapore as one of them. Mm, very comprehensive there. I do wonder though, and definitely I'll get into the specifics of how we can improve cybersecurity. Don't worry about that. I am thinking though, isn't the problem then the fact that there's so much pressure, especially with the work from anywhere, that people log into any device that they want or... I mean, why on earth do employees have such a bad habit of using unregistered devices? I mean, if you don't have a registered device outside of office hours, don't do anything. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, uh, business have got to find a way to continue their, their business, right? 
So, True. so you know, I, I think in the especially in the early parts of uh, COVID, uh, we we all record that we are all locked up, locked down at home. Mm. Uh, there's no way to get you know services to uh, to you right to, to perform your business operations and so on. So you know, by and large, uh, schools, financial institutions, and and so on and so forth, all has got to find new ways to to continue their business, right? And that's the reason why you know we're seeing a lot of uh, uh, if you recall the term BYOD, bring your own device, right? Yeah. This is really bring your own device uh, to the to the extreme, right? So that you can continue their their, their work. And you know, uh, when when it got past to the last six months or, or or nine months of the COVID, where it's more endemic, you see, you know, uh, a lot of organizations are now really used to the most the notion of hybrid work. So you, know, you you see people working from anywhere. And one interesting stat that we got from the report is that more than uh, uh, one third which is 35% of the respondents in Singapore, right, uh, that says that their employees are actually using more than five networks to log oh, into work. Oh That's gosh. a lot of networks. It's scary, right? I mean, what is office and what is home anymore? Okay, obviously then the priority somehow, if you can't change a the culture there, would be to ensure that there's more protection for businesses. How do you deal with all these cracks? What can businesses do? That's, that's correct, uh, Elliot, right? Uh, I mean, it's, it's not uncommon that you work from home, you work from uh, office, you work from Starbucks, shopping yeah. mall, airports yeah. and so on, right? And, you know, the, the fact of the matter is that, you know, at, at every uh, different public Wi-Fi or networks that you go to, there will be different, different kinds of uh, security protections and they have to balance uh, security versus uh, convenience for their users, right? So what organizations need to do really is to, uh, you know, take one step back and look at a, uh, a zero trust strategy in terms of what makes sense for their applications and what makes sense for their uh, staff to continue uh, to, to, to work inside the environment. Mm-hmm. There's some very basic steps. I mean, you know, security is not about uh, putting all security solutions, uh, fortifying the whole defense and so on. Uh, but, you know, you, you have to revolve around uh, putting a, uh, a, a platform uh, that uh, uh, you know interacts and uh, interwork with each other. Uh, it talks about a process in which you know there is a way for you to uh, communicate and to uh, highlight uh, incidents and mm-hmm. also people people awareness is very important. I mean you can put millions of dollars uh, fortifying your whole network, right? but if a uh, 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 user lose their device, lose their credential, and so mm-hmm. on. It's going to be a problem for the organization. True, true. If you don't mind, I want to take it even more simplistic, right? And just to highlight the name of threat. If I were to bring my device, my laptop, if it comes with OTP and everything, but I'm working, say, out of Bali. Now, a lot of the wireless networks there don't have passwords. So, unsecured network. Versus, I bring my laptop, again, with my OTP device, and I attend a meeting or I do some work before a body pump session in a gym here in Singapore that has a security password for the Wi-Fi network, which is more at risk. Well, so Elliot, so so that's where the whole zero trust uh, framework mm. comes into okay. place, right? Uh, it assumes that nothing is being trusted. Not <laughs> okay. the user, not the device, not the network. Especially right? the user. <laughs> and, and the user as well, right? So, yeah. so you know, that, that's where this whole zero trust messaging in terms of uh, least privileged use uh, come into uh, play over here. Okay. So whichever network that you use, I, I mean, you, you use the network for connectivity. But at the end of the day, what you're using it for is to access to some key uh, crown jewel applications inside your organizations, right? To perform your business transactions, op- operations and things like that. So, you know, it's important to make sure that the, the users are being protected 
you know, we protect their, their uh, credentials. And what I mean by that, right, uh, is that, you know, I, I think relying on the good old traditional password is uh, is passe, pa- really. Mm. Right, so, okay. you know, we, we are seeing a lot of organizations all going to zero trust, uh, going to multi-factor authentication because password is something that, you know, uh, is not a reliable uh, factor for authentication. Next, you need to have a way to have a secure connectivity and over any network. I, I mean, uh, doubling down on what I mentioned earlier on that, uh, networks also cannot be trusted, right? So how do you make sure that you you establish a secure connectivity over any networks, whether is it the home, uh, the office, uh, Starbucks, shopping malls, or so on and so forth, right? And last but not least, how do you protect your applications with, uh, uh, you know, segmentation and also MFA as well, so that, you know, you're also making sure that only legitimate users are able to access the application for legitimate use. Mm. These are uh, pretty big investments of time and technology. And when you consider a lot of the conversation these days are around the uncertainty of the economic situation or even the potential recession, what are your projections on cybersecurity spending in this time, you know, going into 2023? Yeah, it's a a good question, Elliot. And in fact, uh, one of the data points from the study, right, we do see that, and let me just refer to my statistics for a while. Okay. So, of course, we're trying to understand the spending that goes into cybersecurity as we head into 2023. And this is on the back of a study that's been done by Cisco. The study, of course, titled My Location, My Device Hybrid Works, New Cybersecurity Challenge. As we look at how people are logging in just from anywhere to do any work at any time. So what are businesses going to do? How are businesses going to shape their cybersecurity strategies in light of this new culture that we live in post-pandemic. Yep. So, Elliot, I mentioned two statistics that uh, uh, we captured from the report. Number one, from a security spending perspective, right, uh, in, in Singapore, we see 90% of organizations uh, planning to increase their cybersecurity budget by more than 10% uh, over the next 12 months. Wow. And this is, you know, compared against a uh, 86% global uh, average and the other important point, right, is that 94% of organizations in Singapore plan to upgrade their infrastructure, uh, IT infrastructure, that is, to address cybersecurity challenge in the next 12 to uh, 24 months. That's kind of uh, similar with the global average, mm. about 93%. So I, I think all in all, there's a lot of awareness in uh, Singapore organizations that cybersecurity is going to be very important, but uh, to keep the uh, business running, right? And that's mm. where there's a focus in uh, Uh, increasing the budget and also upgrading IT infrastructure uh, within the next two years. So if we were to interpret it in terms of how it ties in with overall business priorities, it's safe to say that if you're investing this much in cybersecurity means you're investing this much in your people who can continue productivity anytime, anywhere in that sense. And that's correct. You know, uh, when when we talk about uh, cybersecurity investments, right, uh, let's be very clear. Uh, mm-hmm. There's there's three things that we need to focus on. Uh, the first one, technology yeah. platform, yeah. as I mentioned, right? Uh, but the people and the process are equally uh, important, right? And so, you know, there's a need to make sure that uh, staff in the organizations continue to be kept aware and abreast of a cybersecurity challenge. Uh, security is a team sport. Uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, you, you, can, you, you cannot just rely on IT team and security team to do their job. But everybody in the organization plays a part to keep the uh, organization cyber safe. 
Yeah, that's a very, very good point. I've been speaking with John Huatku, who is Director of Cybersecurity at Cisco ASEAN. I appreciate your time this morning. Take care. Have a great week ahead. Thanks, Elliot. Thanks for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.